Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, hello and welcome to a late summer edition of Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Well, if there's one thing that all of us can agree upon, the COVID-19 pandemic has brought about accelerated change and disruption for untold millions of Americans and for folks all around the world. And the worst uh, consequences, of course, are those who have contracted the dread disease or had a loved one become gravely ill, maybe even die from COVID-19. But the rest of us haven't escaped disruption. Jobs have been lost, perhaps permanently. Hours and salaries have been cut. For the first time in our adult lives, we've been working from home with no clear early prospects of returning to the office, factory, or lab, and lots of us know friends, relatives, or neighbors who have been sickened and or died, and comfortable routines for socializing, religious activity, grocery shopping, vacations, recreation, and entertainment have been appended, and I still can't believe no Big Ten or Pac-12 football this fall. And what's especially scary for lots of us is no one knows the future, how long the pandemic will last, and when and if things will ever return to normal. And like for me, does the future for you appear confusing, fuzzy, and scary? But there's one positive side. Regardless of present circumstances, no one ever knows precisely what the future holds, and the world is populated by two classes of individuals, those who wish to restore circumstances precisely as they were before the pandemic or whatever change occurs, and those who see any destruction like COVID-19 as an opportunity to regroup, focus on next steps, and uh, see what they can do to emerge with a different but more satisfying than ever uh, life than before the pandemic rolled in. And I trust you are among those contemplating the opportunities to come out better, not worse, from COVID-19. And no, it's not easy. The truth is several studies have demonstrated that we human beings have a natural ingrown resistance to change, especially when it's sudden, drastic, and unanticipated, Uh, but especially troubling or we picture ourselves as victims of change with little or no control over our own futures. That's the worst situation to be in. So is there anything you can do to ensure we face uh, the future optimistically with an active effort to stay informed, regroup, and focus on next steps? Well, here's great news. My guest, Cindy Cipriani, has developed what she calls her 5C solution for navigating through the pandemic Indeed, through any period of time when it feels like things are spinning out of control and Cindy's 5C solution works following loss or traumatic change, but it can also help us address a general feeling of ease 
or lack of satisfaction with the way things are. And Cindy Cipriani is here to introduce us to her remarkable 5C solution today. And here's a bit about Cindy Cipriani's outstanding background. She's an award-winning business owner, keynote speaker, author, and clarity coach, and is founder of the Clear Path Institute. She helps individuals, couples, families, including blended families, create healthy relationships. She also trains business leaders and sales teams to be more productive. And believe it or not, 20 years ago, after an abusive marriage and divorce, uh, grieving the loss of family and cast aside by her faith, Cindy attempted suicide twice, but most fortunately for us, she survived. And in her survival, she found the clarity needed to turn away from hopelessness and now thrives in business, has fashioned a healthy life for herself and her children, and most importantly, inspires others uh, to bring purpose and clarity into their lives. And she's an author whose brand-new book is The 5C Solution, Discover Clarity and Confidence in Times of Change. And hello, Cindy. Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Thank you so much for having me on, Roy. And we'll talk fast because you informed me that your husband just informed you that uh, a fellow worker had tested positive for the good old COVID-19, and you need to get tested. <laughs> yes, I just found that out about five minutes ago. So, <laughs> well, um, let's begin. Let's begin with the five C's in your five C yes. solution. What are they? The five C's are clarity, commitment, overcoming challenges creating a plan of action, and then celebrating. Yeah, that's, uh, you have an interesting way for folks to remember the components of the 5C solution. How can we use our hand to make wise choices in a moment of chaos? <laughs> well, you remember each of these Cs on each of your fingers. So on your <laughs> left hand, your little finger stands for clarity. It's yeah. the smallest finger, but it's the most important because <laughs> if you don't know who you are and what you want and you're not really clear about it, then you can feel stuck and confused. And that's what's really bothering a lot of people right now is they feel yeah. so confused. Well, once you get that clarity, then your ring finger stands for commitment. And do you know why we wear wedding bands on that finger? Not really. <laughs> well, back in the days of the Romans, they thought that we had a main artery that went from that finger directly oh. to your heart. <laughs> and that's why we wear our wedding bands on that finger. So that one stands for commitment. Once you know who you are and what you want, you have to be committed to it. You can't just say you want it. Yeah. You have to commit as if you're an Olympic athlete going for the gold. And then as soon as you commit to something, life is going to throw you that middle finger. And that one stands. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> that use that stands... to challenge others. <laughs> yes, that one finger. stands for challenges. So we're going to have challenges, both exterior, you know, things that we can't control, yeah. people in our lives who are trying to challenge us, yeah. but also internally. We have that little voice in our head that tells us that we can't do things or that has fears. And so all of these challenges come up, and we need to create, which is your pointing finger. When you point your finger, you're pointing forward. So yeah. you need to create a plan which has steps to it 
that will move you past the challenges and in a direction of a clear plan. And to keep you going forward, thumbs up means celebrate. Every time you make a forward step and you accomplish it, it may be a little difficult, but you did it, so you need to celebrate it. And I think a lot of people forget to celebrate the little accomplishments that they make every day. Yeah, and I think that's probably the most ignored of the five fingers. <laughs> it is. In fact, when I when I work with my clients and we get to celebrate, a lot of them say, I, I don't even know how to do that anymore. <laughs> they haven't had fun. So we make a list of things that they can do, just small things, to celebrate their forward motion of, of progress. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't include in your five C's complaint because we're all good at that and it really doesn't accomplish much of anything. <laughs> that could be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's an interesting question I've always wondered about. We're all suffering through the COVID-19 pandemic together, but with vastly differing degrees of distress. Why do life changes like the pandemic rock some people so much harder than others? I know there's no simple answer to that but well that's a great question and i think that it comes down to clarity there are a lot of people who've been through many different difficulties before and they have the experience of knowing that these things do pass um, and that they've learned lessons from the difficulties that they've had and therefore they aren't quite as rocked by change as and they also have the confidence from the past that they're capable of progressing Correct. through difficult changes. I would think that would be the other thing that would make a huge difference. Yes, and also knowing yourself. A lot of people don't take the time to really step back and, like I said, know who you are, know what your core values are, what you're passionate about, um, know what you're capable of, and and that all builds that confidence, that, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Well, beyond pandemic losses, what are some unfortunate life circumstances that your 5C solution can help us overcome? I know you list several of them, including uh, death of a loved one, probably the most traumatic. But uh, what are some of the yeah. other things? Yeah, really uh, relationship issues. You know, 50% of marriages end in divorce, and then they go on to get remarried a lot of times and have blended families. Um, Even in business, there's a a lot of chaos that goes on in business, and, you know, the 5C solution helps to get clarity and and overcome the challenges with that too, Uh, with helping the members in a business who are are going through personal challenges. People are caring for elderly parents. They have teenagers that, you know, can't go to school now. They have um, divorces, you know, uh, there's just everyday issues, people who are ill. And and actually, you know, the death of a loved one or even a pet is such a a situation that people just get rocked off of their their center and they, they need clarity as to how to move forward again. How about folks at middle age who I, I like to say are sleepwalking through life? They really don't aren't satisfied with where they are. They don't know where they're going. They don't really have goals. And, uh, you know, they're just going to work each day and uh, they don't really have satisfying relationships at home. <laughs> they're just sort of drifting. I know this can help with that as well. 
It really can. I see a lot of people who are hitting those big birthdays. Um, sometimes the 50 is a big one or 60 is a big yeah. one. And they stop and they say, oh, my goodness, like, I'm here. I never thought I would be this age. And <laughs> I haven't really accomplished what I thought I would. Or I'm I'm just not, you know, I'm not feeling successful. And yeah. so what this does is a lot of people will tell you to get clear, but they don't tell you how. Yeah, so my book goes into exactly how to get clarity in five different areas of your life. Yeah, so I'm going to talk more about your book later. I think it's wonderful the way it's organized. But uh, sadly, conflict is a part of life. How does your 5C solution help folks overcome conflict? Well, conflict can come up in the moment. And so being able to remember these five C's on your hand helps you to have a tool that in that moment of conflict, you can stop and use your fingers and say, okay, let me get clarity as exactly what I need in this moment. Let me commit to my core values of being calm and, you know, communicating what I need. Let me overcome the challenge of maybe anger or frustration by creating a plan. Yeah. And then yeah, celebrate. While we're on the uh, subject of clarity, uh, <clears throat> when, uh, after a sudden momentous change like COVID-19 pandemic, uh, contemplate how the change impacts you as an individual and your family and how you should react. I, I saw in your video you talked about Mr. Prickly. Who is Mr. Yes. Prickly? <laughs> You did your research. Uh, Mr. Prickly is my name for my inner voice. And I called him that because it's a male and I'm a female, so it's outside of me. And he pricks at me all the time. And when I go to do things that I've never done before, you know, I'll hear him saying to me, well, you can't do that. You, You don't have enough knowledge or you don't have enough money or you don't have enough time or that no, I know who Mr. Prickly is, that mean little voice inside that keeps holding us back. Yes, <laughs> and everyone has one. Every yeah. single person has this voice. And so when I work with clients, I actually have them name their voice, and they've come up with some pretty interesting names for their voice. <laughs> but what happens <laughs> when that voice starts to talk is that if it's another entity and it has a name, you can actually tell that voice to stop you can turn down the volume and you can uh, when you clear that that little voice is not you that clarifies the situation and says you don't have to listen (laughs) i can see what you're saying well let's touch on uh, the other c's the second one is commitment and who are you suggesting that we commit ourselves to and any suggestions on how best to develop this commitment in our lives Yes. Um, well, first you commit to yourself, but then when yeah. you want to accomplish something, you find a partner to commit to, an accountability oh. partner. Yeah, so, that's very important. Yeah, so let's say you want to accomplish a goal and it, maybe it's in finances. You want to um, save a certain amount of money by the end of the year. Well, you look into your circle of friends or family and you pick a person that you feel would be an encouragement to you. And you reach out to them and you say, hey, this is my goal. 
And could you keep me accountable? You know, ask me every so often how I'm doing. Or if I come across a challenge, help walk me through it. And so by having that partner, you don't feel so alone. They keep you on track, and they help you to accomplish that goal, and then you can celebrate together. Yeah, that's great. Well, the third C is challenges. Why is it so important that we concentrate on laying out the internal and external obstacles we face? Uh, Doesn't that simply leave us feeling more overwhelmed and depressed (laughs) when we look at all (laughs) those obstacles? Well, at first it might because those are the things that are going through your head, right? All of those uh, negative thoughts. But when you actually write them all down, I I write them on a big whiteboard, and I call it a mind dump. You know, you just dump all of your excuses, all of your fears on this big whiteboard. And once it's written down and you look at it, what it does is it transfers you from emotion to logic. And yeah, and unless you have everything laid out that you need to overcome, you're not really going to be able to attack it. So that's correct. That's part of the clarity, but uh, putting those challenges down on paper make a heck of a lot of sense. Yes, and it's actually what business owners do when they do a business plan. They they look at all of the obstacles that could be in their way and how they would overcome them, and yeah. they actually put that into their business plan. So. For this, it's more of a, you know, doing it for the business of life and just putting them all down so that you know what you're up against. And then if you prepare a a way to get past them all, then it won't stop you as you move forward. Yeah, and that's the creation. We may fully understand the change that has occurred and know who we are and why we're so miserable and we've identified obstacles to moving forward, but unless we launch a search for new ideas and create a plan to move forward and then implement it, we remain miserable. Any suggestions on how we can go about developing and launching this action plan, in other words, creating it? Well, you take each of those challenges and you actually do the opposite. Because <laughs> um, a lot of people will say to me, well, I know what all my challenges are, and that's why I'm stuck. But when you write them down, you actually take those statements, and then you write down the opposite. So if you oh, say, well, I don't have enough time, then yeah. you write down, well, I do have time. And then you look at your calendar, and you schedule the time. So You each, might miss your favorite TV show. <laughs> Correct. You have to prioritize (laughs) to get what you want. Well, the fifth one is probably the one, like you said, that we uh, miss most, and that's celebration. And why is it so important we pause to celebrate accomplishments, even partial ones, before the recovery is complete? It's because a lot of people give up before they actually get their goal. And we know that every goal has steps to it. You don't just leap from where you are to where you want to be in one swoop. You know, it it takes small steps to get there. It's like someone who wants to lose 10 pounds. You're not going to lose 10 pounds in a day. You're going to lose it, you know, healthy, maybe a pound a week. Well, if you celebrate losing that one pound, then you can say to yourself, well, you know what? That that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm going to celebrate. And that encourages you to keep on going. Uh, Most people will quit 
after they get to maybe step one or two. Um, and so and they're they celebrating. Don't make step three and then they quit. <laughs> correct. So yeah. celebrating gives you something to look forward to so that you don't give up. Well, how does this 5C process help us build confidence? I guess that's it helps. largely it. You celebrate your accomplishments. You go along and the small problems first, and then they help you build your confidence piece by piece, I guess. Yes, and it also helps build confidence in who you are by that first step of clarity because we yeah. we really examine you know your core beliefs and what you're passionate about and what you really want in life. And it doesn't matter if anyone else agrees with you or not because you're a unique individual. And once you get this foundation of clarity as to who you are, then anybody who comes around, you know, you're Mr. Prickly or anyone in person who comes around that tries to discourage you, it's not going to because you're going to be confident in who you are. And this is a big issue that I I see a lot, um, especially in younger people. Yeah. They, you know, they're trying to find their way and they don't really know who they are. Or when there's a big change, let's say you're in a marriage for a long time and, and you get divorced yeah. or you lose your spouse. Yeah. Um, people will say to me, gosh, I don't even know who I am now. Yeah. So well, taking high time, time you to, find out. <laughs> big time yes. you find out. <laughs> But many people don't know how to do that. They they yeah. think, well, I have to figure out who I am, but how do I do that? And I found that, you know, this five C's is just such a simple way to find, to figure that out in a very short amount of time. Yeah, before you go, there was, I think it was fascinating, the message you have for businesses, like uh, sales are not doing that well, your team is not that successful. They always concentrate on having meetings for new sales techniques or, uh, you know, ways that they can sell more cars or whatever it is. And uh, you say they miss one of the key elements that may be impacting the sales. And what is that? The key element is that those salespeople are people. Yeah. <laughs> and those people have problems. You know, they're dealing with a lot in their life. Yeah. And in learning new sales techniques is not usually what's throwing them off of their productivity. It's not being able to balance all of the problems that they're yeah. having. So if you help them with their with their life, with their financial issues or their, you know, uh issues of trying to um, take care of elderly parents or yeah. things like that, then they're not going to feel alone. They're going to feel supported, and they're going to be able to be more productive. Well, that's wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about your brand-new book, The 5C Solution, Discover Clarity and Confidence in Times of Change. And uh, who is your book primarily intended for? Who would be helped most by reading the book and uh, doing the exercises? I would say individuals who are going through any type of change, which is just about uh, business, all of us now. <laughs> with all of us. Um, business owners who really have a passion for helping their, their teams to be productive. Yeah. And parents in blended families. Those would be the three categories. Okay, that pretty much uh, includes us all at this point in time because everyone's going through career changes and uh, social 
distancing changes and everything else. Uh, can you uh, please give us a couple of unfortunate circumstances where uh, the five C's can help you break through? I guess you've already uh, covered that, you know, motivating employees and uh, breaking loose from uh, domestic violence or if you've recently divorced or lost a line. There's just so many <laughs> examples of where it would help to go through these five C's. Yes. Well, I'll give you an example. There was a, a man had come to me who owned a business and was really having some difficulty with his new blended family. His yeah. children weren't getting along with her children, and it was causing all kinds of chaos. And he came in and he said, you know, my business is being affected. I can't focus at work because of what's going on at home. I'm afraid I'm going to get divorced again. Uh, I just don't know what to do. And so we actually had the entire family come in, and they all learned the five C's. We found out exactly what was happening um, with the children, and a lot of that had to do with the loss of their previous parent, you know, their their birth parents. Yeah, yeah that's and, always a complication, um, too. Yeah, and we worked on that with the individuals in the family, and then they all cooperated and learned how to communicate using these five C's and it not only saved the family, but it also his productivity at work went way up. And then he was able to um, teach this to his team also to help them. That's a wonderful example. So where's the best place for listeners to go to purchase your book, the five C solution? Where should they go for that? It's on amazon.com. So you just, Go to Amazon to the books and type in the 5C solution yeah. and or my name, Cindy Cipriani, and the book will come right up um, yeah, along, with my, yes, along with my first book um, that I wrote about eight years ago. It's called Moving Past the Death of a Loved One, and that's for people who have lost someone and they, they're just navigating through those first uh, days and, and weeks after losing someone. Yeah, that's a whole different subject we could talk about on another program. But yeah. uh, uh, Oh, I know. Uh, what's your website? I know you offer coaching and uh, both for one-on-one and group coaching, business coaching, and uh, also you do keynote speaking. Where should people go to find out more about you and uh, what services you offer? What's that website? My website is the5csolution.com, or they could go to clearpathbycindy.com. Yeah, that's, uh, I notice both those addresses take you to the same place. So. Yes. Well, in conclusion, especially during the current pandemic, but at other parts and points in our life, most all of us have experienced rapid, unexpected, frightening changes in circumstances, often for the worst And if not right now, maybe in the future, you will experience a dramatic change that leaves you feeling lost, frustrated, and confused. In your mind, you keep asking yourself over and over, what am I supposed to do now? And the situation is especially common right now during the pandemic. And as you have just learned, my guest, Cindy Cipriani, offers a unique copyrighted formula for recovery, the 5C Solution. She's been there and done that. Looking and listening to Cindy, it's hard to believe that this highly reassured, joyful, and loving individual was once downcast, abused, and suicidal 
And I'd like to close with a customer review of Cindy Cipriani's new book, The 5C Solution. And this uh, reader uh, stated, everyone hears that they need to get clarity, find their purpose, and move past hard times, but no one teaches how until now. And Cindy Cipriani's formula, the 5C solution, is life-changing. And how is your book organized? I think it's great the way you, uh, part one, you talk about the 5Cs, and then part two, you give helpful exercises and tips on the how to practice them. Yes, I I take it into different areas so that people can use it in practical ways. So in your everyday life, in your relationships, in your business, um, how you can use these five C's every day. Yeah, so few books do that. So many leave you with interesting concepts, and then once you finish reading the book, you set it aside and never really use it to accomplish anything. And uh, goodbye, Cindy Cipriani. Thanks so much for joining us, and best of success in the sale of your new book. Thank you so much, Roy. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you, Cindy Cipriani, for the 5C solution. Sounds like an ideal remedy in today's turbulent times. But before we close today's program, I'd like to uh, talk about an issue affecting so many of us, and that's working from home. And just like that, millions of Americans have transitioned from their places of business to their homes, and many of us keep working from home. Well, the sudden outbreak of coronavirus pandemic has cost millions of Americans their job, Millions more of us set up workspaces in our homes, spaces that are not necessarily well-suited as offices. Spare bedrooms, basements, attics, and kitchens have suddenly become workstations. However, instead of setting properly in an adjustable office chair, folks are perched on the edge of a bed, slouched in a recliner, and looking way up or down at their screens. Risks are torqued, shoulders are hunched, and neck muscles are screaming for relief. Does that sound about right for you? And by the way, the ideas for this discussion come from an article by Tony Payne, an expert uh, in the uh, August 20, 2020 issues of Rough Notes, an insurance industry publication. You know, your day normally includes phone calls, desk work, a customer lunch, time in the car to make it, get to an appointment, walking around the office and participating in meetings. You're on the move and staying limber, uh, putting the screeching brakes on all the movement and variety now is likely taking a toll on you and your co-workers. Your longest walk is to the refrigerator, hopefully not too often there, uh, or up and downstairs to check in with the family. My personal office for the past uh, over 10 years has been in the basement. Other than that, you're probably working the phone, having Zoom meetings, and are locked onto a computer screen or a mobile device. Getting the body and the work in sync is essential, according to... uh, Tom Payne is the science of ergonomics, and too often failure to get properly adjusted results in soft tissue injuries that are not only painful, 
but can make it difficult to work effectively. In fact, holding a static or strained position can cause painful nerve irritation and damage and make it very difficult to get work done. You know, you can lead by example using and sharing the following basics when it comes to setting up a safe workspace in your home. Where is the first question, and if you don't have an ergonomically designed home office, consideration for choosing where to work should ideally include a room with a door that will provide lighting uninterrupted work time where you can close out the family at least for a while and a door that will provide uninterrupted work time. Lighting should not be too bright or not so dark that it causes eye strain. And think of your regular office as a guide, and don't forget air quality. Crack a window or put a fan in the corner to keep air circulating. How about furniture? Choose a work surface that is about the same height as you have at the office, around 28 to 30 inches above the ground and is located away from stray power cords, people, or items you might trip over. Then be sure your laptop is, or your computer screen is high enough so the, the top is even with your eyes and about 8 to 15 to 24 inches away from your face. Your keyboard should be in a position at a height that places your forearms at a right angle with your upper arms, your wrists should be in a neutral position so your hands uh, benefit from normal circulation. And be sure the computer mouse is comfortably within reach without having to stretch or bend your wrist. And if you uh, didn't bring an adjustable chair home from the office, go get it. If you can't, <laughs> choose one at home that keeps your feet flat on the floor and offers support for your lower back. Family furniture is usually equipped for lounging, not work. Take a break on the couch, but don't use it as your office chair. And the strain of sitting on the edge of anything without proper back support is going to show up quickly with a ripple effect that impacts your hips, legs, and shoulders. And with the basics in place, be mindful of when your body whispers, I'm uncomfortable, and then start to tweak your equipment using magazines, books, or extra reams of paper to adjust and refine your office components. Uh, tuck small pillows behind you and other items that put your work into sync with your body. And finally, stretch. More than ever, keeping your circulation going is essential to having happy muscles and nerves. Here are a few simple movements you can do. Warm up with a brisk walk around the house or, better yet, around the yard. Take a minute to assume a proper posture that eliminates the slouch. Stand tall. Relax your shoulders. Open your chest. Breathe normally. Spread your fingers wide five times and then clench uh, and open your fists. Do that five times. Shake your hands when done. Roll your shoulders without uh, turtling your head. Strictly <laughs> how to turtle a head, but don't do it. Now, reach for the sky and comfortably stretch at least three times. Gently build, bend side to side with the opposite arm raised above your head. Rotate at the wrist and hold for two to three seconds in each direction. 
bend backwards with hands on your hips and knees slightly bent for five to ten seconds three times, and with a hand on the wall or chair, grab a foot behind you and closely, uh, slowly stretch each thigh three to five seconds twice, and then stretch those uh, hamstrings by extending each leg in front of you and lean over for each side and stretch the hips and buttocks by sitting in your chair with each leg uh, crossed over the other and then lean forward to each side and finally stand and with each leg extended, uh, raise your toes to stretch your calf muscles. Now, all that sounds pretty technical, but don't forget Tony Payne is a workers' compensation insurance company expert on ergonomics. And using summer, all of the stretches and movements that he recommends at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. will keep the blood flowing and your muscles happy. And I also think that a micro break of doing uh, one to two movements once an hour will help you feel better by the end of each day. And when you return to a normal routine, when, if ever, (laughs) given this coronavirus, be sure to bring those best practices with you wherever you work. And that's our uh, program for today. Hopefully these exercises will keep you and your body sharp. Uh, Tune in again next week for another issue of Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com. 